Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Ready, Set, Free podcast with your host, Kai Wilson, where I want you to be financially free, physically free, spiritually free, and emotionally free. Guess what, everybody? It is our anniversary this week. Last year, I started on November 1st of 2020. We are now on November 1st of 2021. This is my official one-year anniversary. Um, And this week, I want to give a shout out and recognize everyone who um, came and supported the show as a guest this um, this past year. I had a lot of people. I had a lot of people that were repeat guests as well. So um, thank you guys very much for joining me. I'm going to shout out some names, but also thank everybody who listened last week on my short recap episode I had. Um, letting you guys all know where I've been and what I was doing while I was missing. I don't, I didn't count the weeks. I think it was about, uh, I think I was gone about eight weeks, maybe eight or nine weeks. So maybe I'll say I'm in season two. I'm not really sure. I'm not even sure how that works. Season one, season two. Again, I told you last week, I'm not into film (laughs) and video and things. So I don't really know how that works, but Thank you guys for returning. I am back as I promised. It is our anniversary. It's our anniversary. I'm not a singer either, but yeah. Tony, 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 shout out. It's our anniversary. All right. So quickly, I am going to shout out some names. And thank you guys very much for listening. So we started off with Carla and Keisha, which let me be honest, for a long, long time in Still today, possibly, I haven't gone online to check. Carla and Keisha, that episode was my number one listened to episode, number one played or downloaded episode for a very, very, very long time. People loved the episode. Those were my two sisters from college, Carla and Keisha. And thank you guys for listening. That was, um, I think that was called Friends in Debt. Credit Friends in Debt. And we talked about how... um, (laughs) how we all went to paying college and we learned credit the hard way at paying college. It was, it was a funny episode, but it was a very real episode. Everything we said in that episode was 100% true. So we all ruined our credit and we all had to redeem ourselves in our adulthood. Um, And then we followed up. I don't have all the titles with me, but I kind of know we talked about. So then we had Wayne Swanson, Swanson Family Farm. Uh, Wayne is my good friend. He is currently a farmer, but Wayne had a like 15 or yeah, like a 15 year career in insurance before he became a farmer. So Wayne came on and talked to me about, um, insurance because that is my current, um, uh, career. And we talked about things that are and aren't covered. And he gave a lot of good tips on how to, um, like handle insurance claims and, and coverages and things like that. So, but now he's a farmer is Swanson family farms. Go check him out. I order my protein from Swanson family farms. Um, but he also had an insurance background after that. We had Mr. TJ Lofton, Thomas Lofton. Thomas is my friend. Thomas is deep, deep, deep into real estate. Uh, with a focus in um, gentrification. And I don't want to know, I don't know if I'm saying that right. He is not necessarily pro-gentrification. He's trying to (laughs) retain um, the communities to the original owners, but he is an expert at 
identifying areas that have been targeted for regentrification. And so um, he shares a lot of information about that. Um, TJ has been on here a few times. So some of the other topics he talked about was land. Um, TJ came on before and we talked about um, trade, having trade jobs instead of everybody going to college because college is not for everybody. Some people can go into a trade and do just as well or better for a lot less money. Um, TJ knows a lot about a lot of stuff. So TJ Lofton, thank you very much for um, co-hosting with me a couple of times. So next we have Mr. Jarvis Jordan, who was our first YouTube video recorded episode. Um, Jarvis Jordan came on. He did Money and Emotions um, episode with me. Jarvis's company is Passion Purpose Coaching. He is a um, a coach to help you to get yourself together so that your emotional state and your business purpose kind of match and you're not all over the place. So, and he was um, a tremendous help at the beginning of this um, podcast because I was all over the place and I didn't know what I didn't know. And he was helping me out. You know, he also runs the radio station over at Morris Brown. So he had more experience in production and radio than I did. So he gave me a lot of tips, a lot of help, and hopefully the information he shared was helpful to you listeners as well. Every episode that I'm discussing are all still available. So you can find us on um, YouTube. You can find us on Apple Podcasts. You can find us on Google Podcasts. You can find us on Spotify. You can find us on iTunes radios, uh, iTunes radio Anywhere that you can find podcasts, we are there, including YouTube. And they're all under Ready, Set, Free. After Jarvis Jordan, we had an episode with Betty Lewis and Link Green, and we talked about budgeting. Betty is my sister in finance. Her focus is on um, budgeting, money management and budgeting. So she came on. Link was a guest. Um, He was actually a client of Betty's. (laughs) So we had a three-way discussion about budgeting and how to, can't say control your money, how to watch your money, how to focus your spending, how to create budgets. Um, That episode was pretty fun. It was about, it was a track phone. It had a funny track phone name. I can't remember again, but You can look up the episodes. They're all online. That one should be episode, I believe, number five or six. So go look that one up and check out both of them. They both have, um, well, you can find Link Green, the chemist on YouTube, and you can find Coach Betty on um, her website. Let me see if I can give that to you really quickly. Hold on a second. Betty is at youngrichandrooted.com. So that is her company address. So reach out to her at that address. The week after that, we had Mr. Kendall Jackson. Yeah, Kendall's my buddy. Kendall came on and we did the first episode of cryptocurrencies and we pretty much focused on Bitcoin. That was my first Bitcoin episode. And that was our one-on-one 101 episode. So we tried to um, give everybody the very basics entry level of Bitcoin and cryptocurrency and blockchain. What is it? How does it work? How do you get involved? What does it do and what doesn't it what doesn't it do? 
try to squash the rumors and the fears and the fear mongering. So um, we refer people. He and I still refer people to that episode. Um, It's a great place just to hear about what is Bitcoin, what is cryptocurrency and what is blockchain. It's now almost a year later from that episode and um, the market is hot right now. We are in a bull market. So um, cryptocurrencies are again, the prices are on the rise. Uh, This happened last year, same time. So we have a repeat of last year, this year, same time frame. Get involved, guys. It's not too late. Bitcoin is not the only cryptocurrency out there. There are thousands of them. So if you feel like you missed it and the price this morning, it was at 60,000. So I don't know what it is right now. That was some hours ago. We were at 60 or 61,000 maybe. I don't know what it is right now, but end of the year, we're in a bull market. So we are rising. So shout out to Kendall Jackson. He owns 1010 Computers. He is my neighbor here in McDonough in our shopping center. So shout out to 1010 Computers. And if you need any computer repairs or if you like make a purchase, please go check him out. All right. After Kendall Jackson, we have Maurice Green. Maurice Green came on and talked to me about um, or talked to me, talked to us about investing. We did our investing 101 episode, 101. I keep saying, feel like I say one-on-one, 101, like college level, 101. Um, Maurice is an expert um, investor in stocks and bonds. Uh, he had been doing it for several years. Um, I was shocked when he told me how long he's been into trading stocks because I was under the impression he was a little bit younger. Um, But no, he's been doing it. He validated that he's been doing it for that long. He was very knowledgeable. I learned a lot from him because, like I said, I'm an investor. I've owned stocks since I was a small child, but I've never traded them. So I enjoyed having Maurice on. I enjoyed learning the beginning parts of the charts and what to look for and how to research companies and stuff like that. Go back to that episode and listen. The stock market also is still doing very well as we speak. So some people who are not into cryptos or into Forex are still trading stocks. And right now it's a that's a good market to be in. They're still making money. So um, Maurice's company is Maurice has a couple of companies, actually. But let me see his primary company. You can get him through DCG. I know that's one of his big ones. And where is his other company name? He does charts with Mo. Oh, well, on here he has DCG Mastermind. Um, And he has Gladstone and company as well. So there's a few different ways you can reach out to Maurice. He is an expert trader with stocks and Um, Listen to that episode again. It was Investing 101 with Maurice and all his contact information is there. That takes us to, I remember this episode was on New Year's Eve. We recorded this episode on December 31st. We were all dressed up, ready to go party. And it was my sister in finance again. Her name is Geraldine Andre. She is, she does a lot of things in finance, but her specialty is credits and credit repair. So Geraldine Andre, Geraldine also was a video episode. So you can watch us and see us all dressed up and ready to go celebrate the new year on YouTube. If you watch on YouTube, 
Um, and she came on again. That was a 101 level <laughs> talking about um, credit and what to do, um, how to repair your credit, how to improve your credit, how to lock your credit. It was a 101 episode. And she was absolutely beautiful when she came on. So go to YouTube and watch that. Again, her information is um, attached to the episode. Her website is GeraldineAndre.com. GeraldineAndre.com. You can check her out if you want to get some help with your credit. We move on. And uh, this was the oldest friend that I had ever had on the podcast with me. So I talked about Carla and Keisha. I've known Carla and Keisha now for 30 years, but the guest that I'm about to say right now, I've known her about 42 years. I'll say about 42 years. She's a year older than me. So she was, we were in class together when I was a kindergartner and she was a first grader. And that is Miss Marilyn. I'm going to say Belcher because that was her birth name, but she is actually Marilyn Holmes now. <laughs> Marilyn Holmes, also a.k.a. Orlando's mom. And we talked about um, that was a good episode. So remember, the very first episode was um, who is Kai? And I just talked about me and my upbringing and all that. I feel like the Marilyn episode was kind of a part two to who is Kai because we started back at the playground and we talked, we, that was a good episode talking about the differences. We lit, we grew up on the same block and we went to the same school, same neighbors, everything was the same, but we talked about the differences on how we were taught finance just because we lived in two different households. So how her parents showed and taught her finance and then how I was shown and taught finance just because I lived in a different household. And when you look at where we are today, we're not in different places like one is better than the other. We're just in different places because we took different routes. So she learned finance one way. I learned finance another way. We both made mistakes. So she really made it sound like in her story that her mistakes were so much worse than mine. They weren't worse than mine. You heard my credit one. You saw what I did in college for credit. She messed up her credit too. She just messed hers up in high school. I waited a couple extra years and messed mine up in college. But yeah, no no story was better or worse than the other. We It was just a very good example to show you how people can almost be from the exact same place and just have very different stories. We had the same curriculum in school. We had the same teachers. We went to the same school our entire lives until college. Only thing that was different were our personalities and the households we were raised in. That was the only difference. We played the same game, same. We went to the same summer camps. <laughs> Everything was the same. So um, shout out to Marilyn. Like I said, Marilyn is the oldest friend that I have that co-hosted with me. I appreciate you coming here, Marilyn. And you know you're always welcome back anytime. Then we moved over to next episode or topic was physical freedom. And um, if you follow me on social media, you see me in the pictures doing archery classes and doing uh, um, the survival courses and things like that. I do that with uh, Elijah and Elijah, the twins from Link Survivalists. So um, they came on and joined me and we talked about all things preparedness. I mean, 
I can't recap all the the topics. We went over food preparation, water, clothing, shelter, emergency supplies. We they went over so many topics. Um, it was a long episode. I definitely want to bring them back because even since then, um, I've done so many more classes with them. Now I've done firearms classes with them. We got camp. I've done a camping trip this summer. We have another camping trip coming out. So since they were on the last time, they have taught me a lot more. And um, what they teach, again, is almost like investing. It's not something you learn just one time. You can't just read the chart. You can't just go camping the one time and then you're a camper. You can't go shoot your firearm one time and then you're a marksman. So um, I would also love to have them come back. I'm sure they're going to come back again. Um, and maybe we'll dive deeper into a couple of areas. You are always welcome if you're in the Atlanta area. Come on out and join us. Um, they have a lot of events. If you go to Link Survivalist, they're on all webs uh, they're on all um media sites um link survivalists and come join us for one of their events i just love those guys moving on next we had um a bullion so this was my second bullion episode actually the first one and bullion guys is gold and silver precious metals first one it was just me and orlando so we did a bullion episode was the one-on-one with um, Orlando. And then the second episode was a YouTube episode. You can go watch it on YouTube and you can see, I thought this one was important to do um, visually because my guest, Janetta, she brought in some of her um, bullion collection. So I brought some of my pieces, she brought in some of her pieces and we just showed you guys on, on camera what they look like, why I collected what I collect, why she collected what she collects. Um, we were supposed to have a second guest on. It was supposed to be three of us. So I'm going to give a shout out again to Ishmael. Ishmael did not make it. I will definitely have him on um, this next year. He didn't make it because his wife went into labor. The nerve of her went into labor that day and actually had the baby. So um, Thanks, Ishmael, for agreeing to come, even though you have your lovely baby boy and you could not make it. Thank you so much, Janetta, for coming out um, and sharing your collection with us. Um, I appreciate both of you. Now, the next, this episode was also a very popular episode. This episode was a relative of mine, my cousin Jerome Summers. You guys loved his episode. So Jerome came on and um, I don't know what his topic was, but, you know, again, it was kind of a chop it up topic because I, I've known he's known he's he's my cousin, but he's older. So he's known me my whole life. And it's funny because I learned a lot about finance from my cousin Jerome. But now he feels like I'm ahead of him. And the only reason he feels that way is because. um probably because I beat him to cryptocurrency. So I've taught him now cryptocurrencies. When he taught me gold and he taught me about savings, he taught, he, he, he was the one that had me read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, excuse me. He's the one that had me read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. So he was the one that opened the door to me um, to learn and talk finance. But I did teach him cryptocurrency. So um, I guess we're good yin, yin yang together. He knows stuff. I know stuff. Um, but he speaks in parables. So he's really good on the microphone. 
and he tells a lot of stories. They're very intriguing. They're very captivating. And I think because he came on and he told our real life story in a story format, uh, it was very popular with the listeners. So um, thank you, Cousin Jerome, for coming out. Uh, you are welcome again to come anytime. He is in our hometown town of Evanston. You guys know I live now in the Atlanta area, but Jerome, you can come back whenever you want to. After that, I had an episode with Mr. David Thettinga. Mr. Thettinga came on. I love David. Um, David thinks outside the box. So he's like me. So I can, I can be with David. I can hang around David and talk to David and don't feel like I am crazy. Um, David came on to share with us a different way of thinking about health insurance, um, and health altogether. So, you know, we've pretty much been conditioned here in America to just go with big pharma and traditional health industry. You know, you have your primary doctor, you go to your HMO or whatever, and we just follow the process. Um, David shared with us a lot of lesser known, less popular ways to, um, he didn't even, he wasn't calling it health coverage. Now he's going to be mad at me when he hears this because he wasn't saying health insurance and that's not what he was providing was health insurance. It was like a, um, a share plan where um, their focus is, is truly on keeping you well not on treating your sickness. Uh, what he shared with us was come in here while you're completely healthy to do the reviews with us to keep you healthy. Let's stop things before they happen where honestly, we do some screenings with our traditional healthcare here, some minimal screenings, but then you see the doctor when you're sick and then we treat all the illness. So um, David came on and helped um, everybody to uh, or try to show everyone a different way to look at health care and keeping yourself healthy. Um, his company is New Health. Um, so actually he has a link on his episode, but it's join New Health and um, go to his episode. He was episode number 16, all about health. And if you go to episode 16, there's the link if you want to contact him directly or um, if you want to go to his website, it is there. But thank you very much, David, for making me feel like I am normal. <laughs> We're different normal together. Oh, and after that, we went back to a um, insurance episode. So we had Wayne came in and did part one about um claims and things you need to know about insurance. And then we had Pamela Green. Miss Pamela Green came back and did a part two for me. Pamela used to work with me years ago. She was one of our local claims adjusters. She has now moved on to other companies, but she's still in this line of work. And she came on again and gave us a lot of hints and tips and secrets, um, how to get your claims settled quickly, efficiently, effectively, coverages that people don't remember to add to their policy or they decline at the time because of price or rush or whatever. Um, little things that really can make a huge difference when you have an accident. So it's the worst conversation that we have to have with people because, you know, I'm still doing this right now. It's the worst conversation you have to have with people when after the claim happens and they find out 
that one thing for $4 a month additional, they didn't purchase at the time they bought the policy. And now there is no way you are going to get that coverage because we don't go backwards on coverages. So Pam Green came on and spoke to us about um, hints and tips on claims. And you can always go back and visit that episode again. It's the follow-up episode to the part one, which was Wayne Swanson and Pamela Green. Thank you guys both for coming with me, um, or not coming with me, but coming on the show with me and covering um, insurance claims. We move on and I had another episode. So I had an episode with, I think this was Brianna Fuller for the first visit. And it was Brianna, it was Link, who was on before too, and um, Kendall. And we came on to that episode again, and we had a cryptocurrency discussion. So uh, I guess maybe level two, because we had already done a level one. So we did a level two, we went a little bit more into detail. Um, I think Link may have introduced NFTs a little bit in that episode, but um, it was a pretty robust discussion. There were four of us on the microphones. That was the largest um, episode I've ever had with four different people. Oh no, the children. Did I get the kids? Oh no, they're coming up. So that was four of us on the mic and it was a a crypto, uh, probably a 201 episode. I don't know. We named it, but um, yeah, so it was the four of us. Brianna did a great job. That was her first time on. It was Link's second time and it was Kendall's second visit with me. But Brianna was added to the show and she was great. Thank you guys for joining me and you guys all know you're welcome back again. After that episode, this was actually the largest episode. This next episode you can watch on YouTube and it was the the, the kids in finance. You guys remember that one? Uh, a lot of you guys got a kick out of this one. So it featured my daughter. It featured uh, Noah. Noah is the son of Maurice, who did the investing episode. And then it had Malachi and Mordecai on it. And Malachi and Mordecai are the sons of Geraldine Andre, who did the credit episode. So I brought the children on. And the reason I brought the kids on is because when I took my first journey into really teaching finance, I started with the children. So I used to teach it in schools, elementaries, middle school. I taught two semesters uh, finance class at Spelman. Um, So I really started with teaching finance to the youth. And since then, I've kind of gotten away. I've not gotten away, but gotten away from that. I've I've done a lot of coaching one-on-one or groups with adults. So I wanted to bring the kids back. So I had these four children with me on the show and it was a wild house. (laughs) Teaching the children is not difficult, honestly. Teaching them on film. When you're in the classroom by yourself with some children, you can let them wild out a little bit. It's just you guys. But trying to hold it together so that it was... um, uh, worthy of watching that held everybody's interest and stayed on topic. That was, that was interesting, but they were very intelligent children. You remember all of them had some incredible answers. So Sila had some wonderful things to say. Um, I think it was Noah gave that definition of investing. I can't remember what the word was, but Noah did it. One of those definitions and my jaw hit the ground 
clearly, like I said, his father's Maurice Green, who did our one-on-one investing. And so his son has been learning from his father. And that answer he gave was a better answer than I could have given myself. And Noah was only eight or nine years old at the time. So shout out to Noah. And then we had Malachi and Mordecai. And once again, one of these little sons, I don't remember which one it was, but again, there was another investing question. And one of these boys, my my mouth hit the ground again. He gave an answer like he has been doing financial planning for 20 years. Um, and I was just floored. So I did that episode because I wanted you guys to see. I don't know how many families talk to their children about finance. I do because I do it for a living. And so my daughter hears it all the time because she's around it all the time. Um, Geraldine does, obviously, because she's in credit. Her kids hear her talk about it all the time. So they knew these answers. Same thing with Maurice's son. He knows investing front to back. He assists his father when he does um, trading with Mo. He does that trading with Mo on the evenings. Um, Noah, I know, assists him. He calls out the tickers. He reads charts with his dad, so he knows. But I wanted to open everybody's eyes that it you it's never too early to start with your children um, talking about finance, whatever it is. It does not have to be stocks and investing. It does not have to be credit. You can just start with savings. You can start with budgeting. There, there's a million places. Give give the kids a um an allowance, and you know with that allowance, maybe you want to pay them enough money that they control their own um, school lunches. So maybe instead of putting, I, I don't even know, I'm, we just joined public school again, remember? And I think at this public school, you got to put the money on the account. I don't think they can even pay cash anymore. But, you know, give the kids a budget, let them budget their own money. That's the best place to start, one of the best places to start. So go to YouTube and see the Kids in Finance episode. You can look at these four lovely children that joined me on that episode and um, if you have any questions on where to start or any suggestions on books or anything, just let me know. I've got plenty. After that, okay, so we have my next guest. I don't know what to say about this next guest. So she and I probably share the most DNA other than my daughter. So that was my illustrious sister, Cicely Fleming, Alderwoman Cicely Fleming of Evanston, Illinois, Ninth Ward. Uh, my sister came on and did an episode with me a few days before Evanston was making history with the historical vote on reparations. So if you guys remember, Evanston was the first city to officially vote on a reparations package, um, that they would give to their residents. Um, the vote passed, it did pass the Evanston city council. And as of today, I think they're still working on the details on how this money is going to be, um, not qualify, I guess qualifications. Well, just the whole program. I don't know any details about the program yet. So as far as I know, they've not handed out any funds yet. They're still working on it. Um, I'm sure hopefully I can get my sister to come back on. And when they get more into the details, um, she can come back on. I'm glad I had my daughter, my, my daughter. I'm glad I had my sister on then. So she came on the podcast and I, I tried to share everything on my, my, my pages, but she hit a media circuit. I mean, I guess about three days after we recorded, 
She was on every news station ever. NBC, I mean, World News, PBS. She was on every station possible. So shout out to my sister. Um, She was leading the way with trying to share real information about the reparations program, which is not traditional reparations as we all think of it. So um, anyway, my sister is still there in the city of Evanston. She is still the ninth ward alderman on the city council. You can reach her. I think my sister's um, website is cicelyfleming.com, I believe, or you can just look up at this point, you can just Google Cicely Fleming Evanston and she'll come up a million times. But you can reach me to get to my sister. Thank you, sis, for coming on to the show with me. And another phenomenal woman is Karen Stiggers. Karen came on during my first year and we she talked about um, seniors, caring for seniors. Uh, Karen is a fully licensed agent like myself. But her niche market is caring for seniors. So Medicare supplement, Medicare policies, um, long-term care, um, annuities, life insurance for seniors. That is her market. She loves um, taking care of the seniors. So she shared a lot of hints and tips on um, timelines. I didn't know this, but the timelines when you got to sign up for Medicare I didn't know there were fines. If you don't sign up in time, the government starts fining you. So reach out to Karen if you are caring for a senior or if you are a senior. Um, she is happy to help you. She is located here in Atlanta, um, but she I believe she may be licensed in other places as well. I'm not really sure about that, but reach out to Karen if you have any questions. She is my sister in finance. Thank you very much, Karen, for joining me. And then we have my bestie, Miss Estelle Blockums. She came on a couple of times, but Estelle is currently the life director at the insurance company that I work with. So we had a full conversation on life insurance. Um, We talked about why you should get it, how it helps. Um, You know, the life insurance should be the basis of everybody's um, financial plan. So life insurance pretty much should be the majority of the fund of your um, financial package or your wealth management package Um, until you hit your first million, two million, three million. Then maybe your assets will out um, number your life insurance. But we talked about life insurance. I'm always talking about life insurance because if you see again on my social media, I have now disclosed I'm no longer contributing to GoFundMes. I'm done with the GoFundMe funerals. Um, I I just can't do it anymore. I will contribute to my family's funerals if necessary, but I I just can't do the GoFundMes anymore. Somebody responded. I'm going to let this this sit with you for a quick moment. I said something, I don't know if it was my post, but somebody responded on one of the posts I was involved with. And I think it was a woman. I think she said, why am I supposed to care more about your funeral than you cared about your own funeral? And that one really, really just swung the ball out the ballpark for me. I couldn't, I couldn't voice it that way. I could never put it together the way she said it, but that is exactly the point. You've passed away. Your family now has a GoFundMe. 
why am I supposed to care more about burying you than you cared about burying yourself and putting that burden on your own family? Doesn't really make sense. If, Like I said, if I'm going to put money towards a funeral, and I hate to sound selfish because now I'm kind of sounding like I'm a selfish person, but yeah, I, I, I may not have known you personally or we may not be related, but I'm supposed to take money out of my pocket to pay for your funeral. Whereas I may have a family member in my family that doesn't have enough insurance or doesn't have insurance at all. And I'm going to have to pay for theirs. So yeah, I'm over that. Buy your life insurance, people. It's not that expensive, especially just for a barrel policy. There is a day that everybody will be ineligible. That day will be when you die or when you have a major event that makes you ineligible. So it's going to be one of those two days. I don't know which one's going to happen to you. And I have no idea when but everybody's going to die. So that's all I'm going to say to that. So Estelle Blockums, thank you very much for joining me. And Estelle came for a second episode and we added another one of my friends, Miss Elisa Jordan Lucy. Um, she came into the mix. And once again, I don't know if we had any real topic. We may have just had, a. I think we just talked about girls and friends in finance um, on that episode. Let me see if I can find a title real quick. Uh, yeah. We did a YOLO. Yep. You only you only live once, so buy life insurance. So we just did a continuation of life insurance, um, a life, life insurance discussion, and we added Elisa Jordan Lucy. Um, just to give you guys a heads up, Elisa is my hairstylist. So when everybody's going crazy, especially about the hair color, Elisa is my colorist. I don't know if that's what you call them, colorist, colorologist. I don't really know. She's also a licensed hairstylist. Um, so Elisa does hair. If you want to, Elisa's not on social media. She has accounts on social media, social media, but she doesn't check them. So if you're trying to get in touch with her, get in touch with me and I can get you in touch with her. Because if you leave a message on her social media accounts, sister does not check them. So she's probably not going to see them. Um, but yeah, she's here in Henry County. And if you want your hair done, contact my girl, Elisa. Next person. Okay. I met this person on that place. I never go. What's the website with the um, talking, the talking app, um, the social, the social media talking app clubhouse. I met this gentleman on clubhouse of all places. I made some great, great connections on Clubhouse and I haven't been on Clubhouse in over six months now, probably nine months. I don't know how long it's been since I've been on Clubhouse, but I did meet this person on Clubhouse and he was a heck of a of a of an introduction. His name is Charles Kelly. He is a licensed CPA. His emphasis is in cryptocurrencies, which is an unchartered territory for a lot of accountants and CPAs. So um uh, Charles came on and, and we call him CJ, but his name is Charles, but CJ came on and gave us all some hints and tips about how we need to be recording our cryptocurrency transactions, how the IRS was looking at it on that day. Always go back and listen to the old episodes. I'm just going to tell you now, cryptocurrency changes so fast and it is such a new industry that the laws around cryptocurrency keep changing quickly as well. So 
what he told us back in, I think we did his episode maybe in the springtime. What he told us in the springtime, I don't know if that's still all valid at this point, but he is free to give you a consultation. He will file taxes for you. He lives in Texas, but federal taxes are federal. So he can file taxes for you no matter where you live. Um, so reach out to um, CJ. His his social media name is CJ the Smart Guy. So reach out to CJ the Smart Guy if you need help with taxes. Let me see. And his website is cjthesmartguy.com. So reach out to Charles J. Kelly if you need help with cryptos and taxes or taxes in general. I got a referral from uh, CJ to one of his friends who was also a CPA. So birds of a feather flock together. He introduced me to this next gentleman. That was a terrific introduction. Excellent introduction. So it was, his name is Paul. I'm going to say it wrong. Is it Njunko? He's from Nigeria. And I should know this name because it is a very popular last name. But Paul is also a CPA. Paul came on and did a special episode with us regarding the disaster loans. At that time, disaster loans were still hot and popping. Everybody was getting them, talking about them. It was good info. It was bad info, correct info, wrong info. Everybody had something to say about them. Paul came on and let us, gave us the real skinny, what we should and should you should really listen to Paul's episode. I know we were having some mic issues um, on his side. Um, so I definitely want to have him back on because he had great information. But please, please, please listen to that episode. It's more important you listen to his episode today than it almost was then. Because I can tell you now, people are being um, uh, contacted now by the federal government for these loans that were taken out. I know a lot of people, they have asked for your insurance. I know people, they have requested your um, uh, bank information. I know they've asked people, there's something else they keep asking for. They're clearly looking at your tax returns. Um, he gave some hints and tips there. If you may have taken this money that is questionable now, whether you really should have qualified for the money in the first place. He shared a lot of information on what you could do that if you weren't necessarily qualified, you could get qualified now and possibly be forgiven, meaning not spend jail time. Because remember, this, <laughs> these charges were offense or were, um, uh, I can't think of the word, um, uh, you, you can serve jail time for it, basically. The, crime, the penalty was up to, to jail. We don't want to go to jail because you took out a $20,000 loan. So he shared information on what you can do to not face jail time or you're going to have to pay it back regardless because they were loans. Most of them were loans and not grants. There were some grants, but um, listen to that episode again. I definitely will have him come back out because now we are at tax time and people are getting these letters and what do you have to file and claim and what don't you have to file and claim? Thank you very much, Paul, for joining. Let me see if I can tell you Paul's website really quick. Paul can be contacted at P-K-N-A-C-C-T-I-N-G. So it stands for P-K-N-Short-Accounting.com. P-K-N- 
A-C-C-T-I-N-G.com. Please reach out to Paul if you have some questions on these disaster loans. All right, guys, we're getting close to the end here for the first year. We had Dan Hernandez. Dan is another friend of mine in the life insurance arena. Dan lives in, I think he's on the um, Northwest Coast. Um, Dan and I had a great discussion. Dan recommended a book to me. Um, And so we both read the book and it was Becoming Your Own Banker. So we talked about Becoming Your Own Banker. And we also talked about um, how you can build up your family's estate using life insurance. Very basic concept, very uh, a highly used concept in certain, I guess I'll say demographics, maybe good word to say. So there are families and communities that have been using this quote unquote life insurance hack for years now, and they're able to build wealth through life insurance and continue it moving forward and grow it. So he and I talked about um, the being your banker concept, which is done through life insurance and just a basic concept on how to grow your family's wealth into some really considerable numbers only using life insurance. Um, I remember on that one, I shared a um, chart. He had a chart. I shared the chart and it showed if you bought this much life insurance for the child this age and then you bought this much for the, anyway, it showed you how you could grow this number so that by the time you get to a certain age, the family has, you know, two, $3 million worth of cash from these life insurance policies. So reach out to Dan Hernandez. Um, he is a life insurance agent like myself and some of the others, but um, he specializes in really growing family wealth. So when he shared a post and we both read that book together, I really wanted to have him come on to discuss that. Thank you very much, Dan Hernandez. I had a local visitor here, um, Andrea Morgan. She is a local um, real estate agent here in Atlanta. And we just came on, she came on and we talked about what's happening in the market right now for real estate. Atlanta is still currently in a real estate market boom. So are many of the other major cities in America. So are some of the suburbs in America. And there actually has started to be a little bit of a land grab even. So we even have some rural raw land that has um, become very desirable. So um, we can't, we talked about um, real estate, how to get it, where to get it, when to wait, when not to wait. Uh, I think we even talked a little bit maybe about mortgages in that one. I can't remember, but um, she's a local realtor here. If you would like to um, reach out to her, I've talked to a lot of realtors. So, but if you'd like to reach out to her, let's see if I have a contact for her. Oh, she had some books out. That was the thing. She had some um, homebuyers handbooks and workbooks. So you can reach out to her. Where's her website? I don't see her website. I see her books. Anyway, she's Andrea Morgan. She's very big on Instagram. She does an Instagram live on a schedule. She does a live like two days a week. So find her on Instagram and she does live. She's always answering questions. And thank you for joining me. Next, we jump back to my family members. So we got baby girl here. My cousin Kelly Mitchell and Michan came on. This was a great episode. This was a really good episode. And 
Kelly recommended it and I would not have thought about it for whatever reason, um, but it was a perfect topic. My cousin has been a financial aid counselor for oh, 25 years, maybe. It's been a long time. She's at a very prestigious, expensive, big university. <laughs> She's been there for a long time in the financial aid department. And she went over everything with financial aid, what forms to file, the timelines, what makes you eligible for how much money, how to contest a decision. So maybe you got your financial aid package back and you felt it was way too low, how to contest it, the words to use to contest it, the proof to bring to contest it. Um, we are now, if you would have listened at that time, it was perfect timing because it was before the school year started. We're now into the school year, but um, we have more kids going to school this fall, uh, this spring semester, I guess we'll start in January. Um, it's never too late to get on to financial aid. And Kelly actually shared um, a post a couple weeks ago because this is her world. So she shared a post that was reminding people that the FAFSA window had just opened. So the FAFSA window is now open, I believe, for next year's school year. So reach out to Kelly if you have any questions. She was very generous and she gave her contact information. If you um, need some help with your financial aid or you have some questions, um, please reach out to my little cousin Kelly so she can help you out or reach out to me and I'll get you in touch with Kelly. We had a two-part series with my girl Keisha V. Stubbs. Um, okay, my next guest was Keisha V. Stubbs, and Keisha came on for a two-part series. Keisha had this amazing story on how she um, left her job. She did really good in a sales career, was performing excellently, um, top sales, promoted to other positions, um, and sometimes you work at a place that they don't appreciate you. So she was doing really well, but she felt like she was not being treated fairly on her job for the results that was she, that she was giving the business compared to what her counterparts were um, producing. So um, on that episode, she gave the whole story about what happened. I, I want to say I'm pretty sure that was this was the venue or this was the or the location. I don't know what to say. Um, where she um, told the whole story. I didn't know the story had never gone public. She had already told me a little bit of the story, which was intriguing and was why I asked her to come on to see if she would share it. I didn't know at the time I asked her to share it that she'd never shared it publicly. I thought, I didn't know I was getting some breaking story. So I appreciate you, Keisha, for coming on and sharing your story with me and the whole world at one time. Um, it was a miraculous story. Listen to her story. Um, that first episode, we talked all about what happened to her and her journey to quitting that job. And the next week she came on and she talked about how she rebounded. So once she left this, she said it was the career. She made more money there than she had ever made in her life. Um, if you buy her book, her book talks about, you know, she has some pretty tragic things happen to her, changed her life dramatically very early in her um, lifetime. Um, but she talked about the job. It brought her out of poverty. It, you know, gave her confidence, blah, blah, blah. And then she had to leave because of unjust treatment, unfair treatment. 
And she didn't really miss a step. She left the job. She opened up her own um, businesses, her own independent businesses and companies, and she's been doing pretty good. So that one was how to quit your job. And the next episode was how to rebound. Everybody should listen to that one because nobody should be stuck somewhere that they feel like they're unappreciated and undervalued. A paycheck is just not worth it. There's other things you can do. So thank you very much, Keisha. All right. Then we go to Wanda Fields. Wanda is actually a, Wanda's everything. I learned on Wanda Fields episode that she does, I knew of two things that she did for a living. I believe I knew of two, no three. I knew of three, but she came on the episode and I think we were to six. So I invited Wanda on because Wanda has a business, um, a finance company that funds small businesses. So much easier than going to the bank, to SBA, getting these loans. She focuses on small businesses and her underwriting was much easier and they get you the money. It was like within 24 to 48 hours once you've got all your documentation. Much better process than I used SBA, traditional SBA. And it took me, I think my loan took like eight weeks. Hers takes like 18 hours once you get the paperwork in. Um, but in that episode, I knew she was a trader. I knew she had the loans and we know Wanda owns um, WF. WFNY, I hope I'm saying it right. Yeah, Wanda Fields, New York. WFNY Radio is an online radio station. So I knew she did all those things. And then she came on the air and she also has written books and she has an education platform. Um, she is a member of DCG. She trains there as well. So Wanda came on here and blew my mind. I just thought we were going to talk about the loans and I knew about the trading and the radio station. And she started pulling the books and all this other stuff out. Wanda is a woman who does it all. She's out in New York City. Listen to her radio station, please. WFNY.com or is it WFNYradio.com? Um, Google that, guys. And uh, she's an online radio station. She actually plays this show, is one of the shows on her lineup. Her radio station, they do do music, but she is a financial focused radio station. So she has a lot of different podcasts that run on her station um, that are all geared towards finance. Uh, almost the last second to the last um, guest that I had on before we took our little hiatus was Miss Cecile Edwards. Um, Cecile was a, uh, an emotional, I guess we put that one in the emotional category. She, um, trying to get, she came on, she is one that's on this agriculture journey with me. So I met Cecile on my agriculture journey. She attended the conference with me and she is, um, what's Cecile's title? Let me see if I can tell you. Cecile's title, her, her, the title of her episode was financial and spiritual wellness. She is a wellness coach. Her focus are mothers. Okay. So I'm sure she could help anybody, but her focus are, is mothers. Um, she helps with the postpartum issues. She helps with the balancing of life. When you have children, she helps moms focus or find the focus on things that are important. So you, don't feel like you're pulled all over the place and you're just lost in the mix, especially first moms. Um, she does individual coaching. I believe she teaches classes as well. If I can see here, 
Her link tree is Evolving Self. So if you want to reach out to Cecile Edwards, her link tree address is Evolving Self. And you can reach her there um, and see if you or somebody you know could use her services. And last but not least, my very last guest, unfortunately or fortunately, was my favorite guest of all time. And she had been on the show before, but it was my daughter. That last episode was Mommy and Me. That that episode was suggested by my daughter. And she and I just sat down and talked about a bunch of stuff. That's when we talked about her going, which school we hadn't decided yet what school. Was she going to a public school that was going to meet in person or was she going to go to public school? That was one of her biggest concerns. But we did talk about cryptocurrency. You guys know my my daughter has been my assistant producer. She has um, she's been pretty good at it. She's been pretty good at it. So I'm very proud of her. Um, but yeah, so Sela Joy, thank you, sweetheart, for joining me. You're always welcoming them on my show. When mommy is ready to retire, I can hand the microphone and the show over to you and you can run the show. It'll probably change titles, guys. It may have something to do with TikTok, but um, yeah. So that was my daughter who came on. I want to thank everybody who joined me for my first year. We are now going into year two. Um, Like I said last week, I am still taking any show recommendations. I still have people on my list of um, hosts, co-hosts and guests that I'd never got to the first year. Just there was not enough. I mean, even though I took the break, I still had more guests lined up than I had weeks of break. So I still have a lot of guests to come on, still a lot of topics to cover. Um, I will be getting to those for sure. Uh, One of my goals is going to be to get to video. So I am going to be working on video. I never originally planned to do video podcasting. I always plan to do audio, but I'm going to listen to the crowd. I'm going to follow the trends. And apparently a lot of you guys like to watch stuff. I'm a listener, but everybody, the majority seems to be watchers, viewers, visuals. Um, So I'm going to get there. Give me just a, I don't have a timeline for that. Give me a minute because I have to figure out where I'm going to record from and they got to get the sets and all that stuff. So we'll be working on that here coming up very soon. Um, You can always follow me on any of my platforms, Ready, Set, Free podcast um, on, well, Ready, Set, Free Me is the website. Ready, Set, Free is Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. You can find me there. Again, thank you, all my guests. I, I'm sorry if I missed anybody. I wrote this down. So I wrote everybody down. If I missed you, I really apologize. I went through every episode and I tried to write down everybody that was there. So thank you for my one-time guests. Thank you for my return guests. Thank you for my friends that supported me. Thank you for my family that supported me. Thank you for new people. I have people that found me on search engines or something. I don't know, referred by a friend. Um, Some of my top listeners, I'm going to just shout out a few top listeners because I know I have some. Um, I have Tiara. She is definitely one of the top listeners. I have, um, who? oh gosh, I I probably should have had this ready. I feel really bad now. 
Tierra. I have um, Xavier is one of my top listeners. I have in D.C. and oh, Andre in Germany. Thank you very much, Andre. I have a listener, um, Rosanna in Australia. Rosanna is in Australia. She's ordered from my website two times and she is very interactive with me. She listens to the show faithfully in Australia. Um, I have, oh, who is I was saying in DC? Um, Sharita, Sharita in DC. And this is funny. These are listeners that don't come on the social media. So they reach out to me in other ways, not on social media. Um, I have a lot of listeners, of course, in my hometown of Evanston. None of them listen are on social media, but they are listening to my episodes. So shout out to my whole entire um, hometown. You know, I really appreciate it. My cousin, Jackie, she's always listening. Um, uh, oh my gosh. I feel so bad now. I said I was going to shout out some top listeners. So again, charge it to my, my, my head and not to my heart, but I am listening. I am responding. I appreciate everybody who listens. I know everybody who listens does not come on social media. I recognize that. I do see the numbers when I do check them, um, that the listeners come in from all over the place. So I really appreciate it. Hopefully you guys all feel um, free enough to reach out to me if you have any questions or requests. Um, and I just appreciate everybody. This got much bigger than I thought it would get. I didn't have a goal. I, I had no number goal. I didn't want so many downloads per day or week. I didn't even know what to compare it to because I don't have anybody else who does a podcast to say, what do your numbers look like? Oh, my numbers look like this. Oh, yours look like that. I don't even have another real podcast friend. So my numbers are just my numbers. I'm competing against myself, which is fine with me. So I'll set my goals and I'll keep going for my goals. Um, all right, guys, this has been another episode of Ready, Set, Free podcast with your host, Kai Wilson. Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye bye. Uh-huh.